Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. Hello, and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. Perfect. You nailed it the first time. Oh, thanks, honey. Yeah. Well, we have a surprise, because normally you think that we would be doing the offensive preview for USC. Defensive. Defensive, Defensive preview. Oh, we did the offense last night, didn't we? Offense My bad. championships. Um, defensive preview for USC, but we are changing it up tonight because we are going to talk about Arizona basketball because today was Pac-12 Media Day. Some interesting things said. We posted on the board a, a few quotes that stood out to me, and we'll talk about a couple other things. And the preseason poll came out, and we're a week away from the exhibition game. Two weeks away. I'm trying to do math. Maybe two weeks away? One week away? So Tuesday, November 1st is less than a week now. Right. That's the exhibition game. Mm-hmm. And I believe the season starts... <laughs> Soon. On November 7th. I, usually, you can ask Shelby, uh, there comes a point where I literally memorize the entire schedule. We're not there yet, clearly. We're not there yet. But usually, he has it memorized no, when, right, he, puts it, when Monday he puts the it 7th. into our Gmail calendar. Oh, my gosh. Monday the 7th is the... Opening game against Powerhouse, mm-hmm. Nickel State. Nickel State. Followed by Powerhouse, Southern. Followed by, man, you know, you really get a load of, I bet. Followed by Powerhouse, Dixie State. Wow. And then we hit up, when's Thanksgiving? The 28th? 20, around there. So that Arizona's got the Maui Classic. It's not the 28th Thanksgiving. It's pretty late. What? It's the last Thursday of the month. No, Thanksgiving is the 24th. Okay, whatever. It's in the 20s. Oh my God, I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah, so then the Maui Classic is the weekend of Thanksgiving. Thankfully, the weekend of Thanksgiving won't be busy. It's just the Maui Classic, the ASU game, the World Cup. Oh yeah, we have my going to a, mitzvah. Our niece's bat mitzvah. Our niece's bat mitzvah. Let me just tell you how, how uh, hard yeah. we go. Don't tell me you're busy because... Shelby and I are going to the Territorial Cup. Because I want to see Arizona and ASU play we are in Tucson. Covering the Territorial Cup. When it is over, our podcasts and our articles are done. We are getting in a car and driving to San Diego so we can be up at 8 a.m. the next morning for a bat mitzvah. We don't F around. Yeah. I don't know how we're, I'm going to make it through without getting ill. Oh my gosh. Hopefully. The only thing that's ill is going to be how sick that win is. <laughs> Boo wow. Anyway. The point is, is we are very busy, but we're happy to bring you this basketball podcast. I mean, I guess if we're, yeah. If we had a sponsor, that would have been a really good moment to be like, sponsored by... Sponsored by Blue Chew. (laughs) The only thing that's harder than covering Arizona athletics. (laughs) Wow. Okay, moving on. That was good, though. Arizona was picked second in the Pac-12 media poll, which I believe you predicted. 
Does that sound about right to you? Yeah, I had Arizona second. I know Michael Luke is trying to create controversy because I went on his podcast the other day and I said that I had picked Oregon second. It was a brain fart. I picked Arizona second. The poll was turned in before that. Take that, Mike. I stand resolute. I picked UCLA first, Arizona second, Oregon third. And then I felt that there was a very large drop-off. And after that, it was very close. I think I picked Stanford and then USC. Um, And then who cares? Uh, Yeah, I mean, it feels right. I get Arizona not being picked to finish first. Um, They did get first place votes. Someone voted Stanford first place. That person's, I, I want to know who it is. You're not listening to this, but if you are, out yourself right now. Damn it. I'm a man, and I put all my, my preseason rankings on Twitter and the message board so people can argue and I can explain stuff. But Arizona being second makes sense. UCLA obviously returns quite a bit. Arizona, you lose three players to the NBA, two first-round picks, a lottery pick. That's killing it right now as a rookie. Um, and, and, you know, clearly there's going to be some questions. So, yeah, I mean, it sounds right. I don't think there's anything up in arms. I think, you know, judging by the message board and Twitter's reaction, you get the occasional fan that's like, we're going to show them. But uh, I think it's fair overall. Okay. That's also fair overall. Oh, thanks, hon. Uh, does it feel like Arizona maybe isn't getting the credit it deserves before the season starts? So it's weird because I just said that about – like, I feel that being picked second is, uh, you know, is fine. But to me, it feels that when you take a look at the preseason polls, everyone is, in the national media, is kind of putting a very large gap in ranking-wise between Arizona and UCLA. As if UCLA is, uh, you know, clearly better than, um, than Arizona. And obviously... You know, like, you take a look at the college basketball poll. I'm just looking right now. Uh, you know, you take a look at the, the preseason in Arizona, as we know, was 17th. UCLA was 8th. Is UCLA nine spots better than Arizona? I don't think so. You know, it, it's, it's to me, you know, Oregon was 21st. And so, you know, is, it, is, it, is UCLA clearly a step above? No. Like, I think UCLA has some questions. You know, you're relying on a freshman big man. We know that that can go... Both ways. It could be awesome or it could be not great. And, and Adem Bona is a, a solid player, but he's not a big offensive guy. We don't know how he's going to be in college. It's, it's hard to project. And so I think Arizona 17 sounds about right probably to most people. But, you know, I, I probably look in that 10 to 13 range. I think that's probably more fitting for Arizona because, look, they Tommy Lloyd knows what he's doing with roster construction and portal and all that. And, and I think Arizona did fine in that regard. I, I do think it's, it's obviously not going to be easy to replace Ben. I think that's the one. But Pella and Dalen is probably, you know, it, it could wind up at least at the college level, not at the NBA level. At the college level, it could be a wash. You know, Umar and Coloco are different players. But, you know, if Umar winds up being better offensively, it wouldn't surprise me. I don't think he's going to be as good defensively. But then you're looking at the bench and guys that they're bringing off at the bench and with Cedric and Adama Ball and, you know, Courtney Ramey could be one of the better, should be one of the better defenders in the conference. I just think that, while I think Arizona is not being disrespected, I think that there is a certain contingent of people that are maybe sleeping on the fact that Arizona could very well, again, surprise a lot of people. 
um, because it's like, oh, you know, they lost some NBA players. And I think this is one of those times where Arizona could kind of say, look, you know, we, we replaced them with some pretty good players too. And, and we expect, you know, Tommy Lloyd is very big on development and making that jump. And I think that we're going to see a few players make jumps that maybe the national media doesn't expect, like a guy like Umar Ballo, Kirk Kreese, Pelo Larson, et cetera. Good. You know what I say? Good. I like it when Arizona is underestimated. Yeah, you're one of those. I love when you always say to me, like, oh, I'm glad Arizona's not ranked. And I was like, no. No, like, I don't say It's not that I'm glad that they're not ranked. I just know from history in basketball and football that people get, you know, their bridges too big. They get on covers of sports magazines. Wow. Shelby well, taking, once upon a time, Shelby Arizona was on the cover. crazy shots at Khalil Tate right now. Anyway, the point is... <laughs> It all goes downhill from there after that sports cover. So just keep it on the down low. Keep it humble. And isn't this Tommy Lloyd's, like, second year? Yeah. Yeah, it, let's remind everybody about I of think that. his whole career will be decided on how he does this year. I cannot believe that he is going to be fired after two if years. If they don't make the Elite Eight, will he If they do not off? win the NCAA tournament, it's all over. Should have hired. I don't know. Do you know that someone actually thinks that we're being serious right now as they listen to this? There are people at home that 100% agree. If Tommy doesn't make the Elite Eight or the Sweet 16, I have questions. I mean, Sean Miller was around for quite a long time, and people didn't like start revolting there till the end, but they better give Tommy a little bit more leash. Speaking of Sean Miller, Shelby and I had a garage sale, as you guys know, this past weekend. We found an autographed Miles Simon jersey. Shout out to our board member who got that, but Mr. Reed, we also got, uh, what you find a, so uh, by the way, I want to clarify <laughs> the autographed Miles Simon Jersey was mine. And then the autographed picture of Derek Williams that I found is mine. No, it's not. You gave it to me. I gave one to my boy, Kenny. Kenny has one. I believe, I believe I sent it to Kenny years ago. Well, and then there's another the other one that I gave to you when you can have it. Well, yeah, I know I can. Or you could sell it starting price $1,000. <laughs> anyway, we found some treasures that were really cool, uh, especially boxes. We also found a dead body. That was We haven't weird. opened in a long time. A dead Native American skeleton. Oh, yeah. joined us. From our the, ghost yeah, story from last night. Burial ground. Anyway. Um, yeah, so Whew. basketball memorabilia. Um, Arizona has Azulis Tabellis on the first team all pack 12. Pella Larson and Kirk Kreese on the second, and Umar Ballo is an honorable mention. Do you agree with these choices? Shelby really must have hated my question before that because she just straight <laughs> skipped over I just that totally shit. skipped well, over your dumb question. The order's uh, not important. So it's not. I completely am fine with this, but I said when they announced that there were, so there were two things, and one of them I voted was a little controversial here. What? First thing first. Pella Larson will be first team all Pac-12. Yeah, I was thinking like that's the one thing I would say does not sound I, like. Uh, I'm looking up the Pac-12 teams because I didn't memorize it. Pella. But, Pella. Um, <laughs> good Lord. <laughs> um, but like Pella Larson, look, I, I, I've said this before. When Tommy Lloyd tells me that a guy is going to be good, I, I tend to believe him. Um, the issue is that like we don't really know who Pella is going to make it over. Spencer Jones. Being on the first team and Boogie Ellis to me uh, was was kind of ridiculous. You know, Spencer Jones is. Uh, I accidentally I was googling his stats, but uh, I typed in Spencer jokes, so that tells you all you need to know. But Spencer Jones averaged twelve points and four rebounds last year, and it's not like he was like some some stud player. So him being first team, 
I think part of that is remember in the tournament he went absolutely ape shit. He had twenty eight points against Arizona, twenty six against ASU. Like that last week he was just nuts. But like in the first meeting with Arizona, he had nine points. And then Boogie Ellis is another one. I think people think of Boogie Ellis as like a guy that he should be and not the guy that he really is. I mean, Boogie Ellis was the first the team. Kirk Creasa was a better point guard than Boogie Ellis last year. Like, Boogie averaged 12 points, two assists, and shot 41% from the field. He wasn't very good. Is Boogie his real name? Yeah. And I, I still remember in my head uh, Miami when he just didn't do anything that game. But, um, like, he never played well against Arizona. Like, he, it just, he wasn't very good. So, to me, Pella Larson is a clear first-teamer. Those are the two guys that I would probably put him ahead. Another thing that I went and did, which I think would be a little more a controversial, Shelby, is... Escándalo. Escándalo. Is I had... You ready for this? I'm ready. I had Courtney Ramey on the second team. What? Courtney Ramey didn't even get an honorable mention. That now, is BS. Here's why. Uh, you know, you take a look at the second team, because Pac-12 does it stupid. They got 10 guys on the first team, five on the second team. You take a look at the second team as Pella, fine. Marcus Bagley, fine. Tristan DeSilva, fine. Uh, DJ Horn is no relation to Jamel. DJ Horn was, I didn't even vote him uh, at all. He had 12 points last year on 39% shooting. Uh, I don't understand what he's doing on the first second. I mean, he is an honorable mention guy all the way. He's not a good defender, not like Courtney Ramey. Courtney Ramey is going to challenge to be one of the better defenders in the conference. On a Texas team where Courtney Ramey wasn't allowed to score, basically, he had pretty much the same numbers as DJ Horn. And so to me, like, you know, when I take defense into account, you know, some of these guys, like, that were voted, it was kind of like, what are, what are we doing here? You know, DJ Horn, to me, was one of those guys. And I could be wrong. Maybe he takes a jump. I don't know. You know, that's part of the fun of the preseason stuff. But DJ Horn was the one to me that, that I didn't really get, get. And then you look at honorable mention. Those are guys with multiple, multiple votes. Like uh, KJ Simpson, Kilo, where it's, you know, it, it's to me, I think Ramey's going to sneak in there. But the one that really stood out was, was Pella Larson. I think he's a clear first teamer when the, uh, when the season ends, Shelby. I concur. Because I like Pella. But he's also very Everyone good. Everyone likes Pella. Yeah, they better like Pella. I've heard some people that didn't. We had some words. I'll find him in the street. I know. How do you not like Swedish people? They don't do anything. They are the sweetest people. Do you like that? No, that was absolutely terrible. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go back to your dumb third question. If you don't like Pella and you don't like Ikea, then you don't like life. Ikea is awesome. You think Pella knows how to make cook? I'm going to find out. Remember I bet me. Pella knows how to make all the furniture. Wow. That was borderline racist. Shall that was not be no. Swedish. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And he could be very good at construction. Anyway, <laughs> back to your dumb third question. Tommy Lloyd. He's constructing a championship team. Oh my God, I'm trying team. to do your... He's constructing a championship team. I love when my dad... Sorry, I'm in the middle of the podcast. My dad always, every night, texts me just how bad the Lakers are. Lakers had a better night from three-point range. They shot six of 30 tonight. Westbrook didn't play, so they can't blame it on him. I had to edit it out. Usually, it's more curse words. Hmm. Thanks, David. They're 0-4. Yeah, that's kind of concerning. Might want to, people might want to realize that the Knicks are, uh, are, are back. Mm, okay, that's another podcast. NBA's back, Shelby. 
thoughts on Ben stealing the ball from Dalen with no time I thought time it was left? great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dalen was definitely butthurt, but it was funny. It was funny. I like that Ben, I, I miss his swag. He's swaggy, which fits in well with the NBA. Anyway, can I say the third dumb question now? Let's discuss Kanye West, <laughs> shall we? Okay, go ahead. We're definitely not, we're not going there. No, we're not going there. Um, all right. Uh, Tommy Lloyd took some time during media day to point out that Arizona basically did not have its starting point guard in the postseason and really gave Kerr credit for trying to play. Is that something people have taken for granted? Yeah, so on media, Arizona Media Day, we got to meet with the players and such. And Kirk, if you haven't read Kirk Kreese's article on Wildcat Authority, I'm not just doing a cheap advertisement. He had a lot of good quotes, like a, a lot of good quotes about representing Arizona and all that. But I, one of the first questions I asked him was, do people realize how bad your ankle was? Because I, I talked to people that did realize it was awful. You were you were kind of in those some of those conversations. Um, people don't realize how bad that ankle was. He shouldn't have been on it. Right there, if it was during the regular season, we're talking he's out a month. Like I really believe, and and you know when I talk to people, I'm not going to name names and all that. They was like, we're literally doing everything we can. Like he could not have spent more time with Justin Kokoski in order to get ready to even run up and down the court. He wasn't healthy until like June. Like it took months for that to heal. And Tommy Lloyd made sure to point out how much credit Kerr got for that and how people kind of forgot that. But you know, it, it hurt Arizona. Like it, 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 it really did. And for them to, to go and do what they did in the Pac-12 tournament and to play against these high pressure, really defensive teams with a 30% Kerr Kreese is probably more difficult in not getting as much attention as it should. Because a lot of people are like, oh, you know, it wouldn't have helped. Or, oh, he was out there. So, like, he should not have been playing. If that was a normal basketball game, he would not have been playing. And I think that it is something, like, I get the controversy of shooting. Some people don't like his attitude, whatever it may be. And um, Tommy Lloyd has said that he's going to talk to Kerr about maybe calming down a little bit. But he doesn't want <laughs> he doesn't want to change who he is. Right. And, you know, all that. But, you know, at the end of the day, the kid went out there he had no business playing a game and he played against tough pressure filled defenses and yeah i think it's something that arizona fans and people that kind of were just starting to pay attention during the tournament to arizona or towards the end of the season took for granted and probably didn't talk about enough all right well we'll see what he does i'm sure it'll be great um and finally uh is there a team in the conference that you think can surprise yeah, so I, I would be really surprised if the winner of the conference isn't UCLA or Arizona. I think Oregon's the only one that could give it a run. Um, you know, obviously Big Vince at, at USC, you hope he gets healthy after the heart issue. You know, you can't really count on him until we know Stanford is still coached by Jared Haas, even though they're a, a talented team. Um, and, and so you kind of, you take a look, you know, ASU is talented, but Bobby Hurley has had talented teams before, and he's disappointed. He's literally, like, pretty much never reached expectations with that team even that one year where they started like whatever it was 20 and 0 and beat everybody <laughs> they still you know and so you kind of go down the line and, and people say okay washington they added bigs and they're super athletic at front keon brooks and all that but then you look at them and, and you say they're coached by mike hopkins and mike hopkins is the equivalent you know a trash can could probably coach washington and it would have the same record as mike hopkins so 
when I look at teams, I Colorado much lower than other people. Colorado just doesn't do it for me. I don't think you lose guys like Evan Batty and um, you know and, and Jabari Walker, and all of a sudden you're you know you're Colorado. I just think it's a it, it's a different situation, right? And so uh, the one team that I would say would probably be in line to surprise is, is Washington State. They returned quite a few players. They added Adram Dianga. Um, I probably pronounced that completely wrong. They added Jay Mullins from St. Mary's. They have guys coming back. I, I think that they're probably in line. They're not going to win the conference, but if they finish like fifth or even fourth, it wouldn't shock me. But I don't think there's going to be that team in the Pac-12 that kind of comes out of nowhere. I, I think it's a pretty top-heavy conference this year. I, and and really, when you take a look at the first, second team on mention, it's lacking a lot of individual star talent. Like last year, you know, and UCLA has it in Hawkeyes and all that, but, you know, you had Ben, you had Dale and Terry, you had guys, Jabari Walker, you had guys that went to the NBA. And there's not a ton of just superstars in this conference Yet. this year. Yet. 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 That could surprise you. That would surprise me. There could be a one guy like, who's going to emerge? But team-wise, I don't see that one team that's going to be like, oh, shit, where'd they come from? Wait, are you saying ASU's not going to win the conference? They're not. <laughs> oh, so sad. All right. Well, on that fun note, when we make fun of ASU. I never do. I'm a man of dignity and pride. Do you have any other things to say? Uh, the women's team was picked to finish. They do the media and uh, coaches. It's very confusing. But uh, I believe they were picked to finish second and third in the conference, which is solid. Solid. Okay. We, we respect that. Stanford, obviously, first because they're Stanford. They're going to be picked first every year. But, yeah, it's it's a fun time of year. It is. I like this time of year. You're starting to kind of transition a little bit, but you still got football. And then before you know it, they're both going on at the same time. You've got bat mitzvahs, haunted houses. My birthday. Your birthday is, when's your birthday again? I'm just kidding. Don't give me that look. It is December 5th. Thank you. But before I have my birthday. Shelby's turning 40. I can't believe you just said that to everybody. Thank you. Now that you said that and I don't care, I have to tell a story. So I was doing first aid CPR (laughs) last week on last Wednesday, actually. And you know how you have to get down on the ground and you're on your knees and you're, you know, pressing on the chest and like giving resuscitation. I thought that was going somewhere completely different. I knew you were going to say that. And it was for the example of the story. You're, you're on the ground and you're, you know, resuscitating and you're doing all that fun stuff. And you're doing it several times. And, and they intentionally make it difficult so you get tired. And at one point I looked at uh, one of the instructors and I said, look, I can't, I can't do this. And I was like probably one of the younger people in the room. But I hurt my knee, as you know, when we went to Rome a couple yeah, years Shelley ago. Yeah, when we went to Rome years ago. And I said, you're in the middle of the street, get your ass up. And then I realized that she was really hurt. Yeah, I, I was... Cr- I, okay, hold on, hold on. This is a story. <laughs> story. I had to crawl <laughs> up the stairs of this Airbnb we were staying at. And he was like so mad at me. Until we got in the room and he <laughs> saw my mangled knee and then he felt so bad. I iced her knee and I took care of her, but I thought, just look, I love Shelby. She falls a lot. I fall on trips. <laughs> she falls on trips all the time. Anyway, and- <laughs> so because of this fall in Rome several years ago, it is difficult for me to be on my knee like that that long. And so I told Jason the story when I got home. I was like, yeah, I told Allison I just can't be on my knee that long. 
And the, and he looks at me and he goes, and also you're 40. And I was like, what the hell, dude? I don't need everyone on earth to know. And then you just told the whole podcast. My favorite fall you had was when we went to Seattle and you were telling me about how you previously fell in a spot. <laughs> and then you fell while telling me how you once fell in that same exact spot. In the exact spot. same spot. I slipped. And like, Tell you caught what, me though. I caught you because I was dying of laughter. This also, I hate that, that this makes me sound like a fall hazard. I am not. It's only on trips. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Anyway. You fell in the aisle of Walmart once. I fell in the aisle of Walmart. Area. I did, yeah. <laughs> you fell in Target once. <laughs> to be fair, Shelly was pregnant, oh, and yeah. someone had spilled water in Target all over the floor, and no one put a sign or anything, and uh, she fell while pregnant, and I saved her fall. Jason, like, caught but me. you have never seen, I went on a rampage. Jason was a monster for this poor little Target girl. Uh, yeah, we sound like bad people. Yeah, but, sometimes you know, it depends. You know. Anyway, uh, that was great. Thanks for announcing that. But what I was going to say before December 5th, on December 3rd is Miranda's next signature event. It's our holiday festival. And you're just giggling. I don't know why. You're a cradle robber, Doc. I mean, wow. that's <laughs> I'm a younger man. Not by much. You might be sleeping on the couch tonight, but... Yeah, maybe outside. Oh, that's right. I like older women. What's that movie? The Graduate. That's what this is like. Mm, yeah, I'm. I'm not. There's a year between us. Hello, Mrs. Ironson. Ironson, really? <laughs> All right. Well, now we've devolved into ridiculousness. So we're going to say goodnight, and we will talk to you tomorrow. And we will actually do the USC D- USC defensive. And we'll talk about how Brendan Carroll was on staff at USC when Lindale White went on Twitter the other day and said that he found $150,000 in his duffel bag. Wow. Good could times ask, at USC. I asked Jed Fish about that. Jed, one of your coaches was at USC, and Lindell said when he moved into his apartment, he found a duffel bag filled with $150,000 in cash. Is it just sitting there waiting for him? Like, I don't believe that story. Like a pot of gold in your apartment? Yeah, I don't believe that story. Cash? It's like it's usually people, wired or something. People usually want to know where that came from. Maybe one day we'll have the whole podcast that I can tell all my cheating stories. And I'll probably never work again. But we'll Yeah, see. you don't want to do that. Anyway. On that note, bear down. Back the A, as a wise man once said. You know, Shelby, they say 40 is the new 20, honey. Really? Actually, that kind of would make me a pedophile. 40 is the new 30. How long did we meet again? In 2005. Right. That Does that work then? Yeah. You were five and I was six. <laughs> Bear down. <laughs>